Welcome to the Mission Driven Mom podcast. This podcast is for moms just like you who want to learn how to glorify God through finding and embracing true principles, discovering and developing your greatest gifts, and using them to serve your family and community. I'm Audrey Rinlisbacher. We are live with Julie Greenman and Trusta Neal. They our mentors for our upcoming Mothers of Vision event. They've been going through content that's gonna be covered that day. We're just gonna take a few minutes and share our experiences with content, what we've learned, what we're loving. The first question I wanted to ask Julie and Trusta, when we first made the announcement that this year's theme was gonna be Mothers of Vision, what were some of your initial thoughts or expectations? What kinds of things did you think um, we would be learning or covering with that title? My yeah. first impression was, uh, well, I had two, two things, I think. Um, the first one was, oh, this has been done a lot. Visions have been done a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one was the scripture in the, in the Old Testament that says that um, without vision, men perish. Yeah. And that was the theme of my um, mission. And so I thought, yeah, that's, it's a really good one. It needs to be talked over and over and over again. So I got excited. Oh. I also was super excited. I, I'm probably a little more emotional than you. I almost want to jump up and down right now. Cause I, that's how, the way I, I talk usually, but um, my, I spent a lot of time with my great grandma when I was very young and she was a visionary and she would always tell me, um, that I can, I can do anything that I put my mind to. And I have seen it proven true every time. And if it doesn't seem to be what I need to do, it just kind of drops out of my life. So I was really excited because I've only done visualization for myself and never with a whole group of women, never with as a program. And I was super excited to do this together with all of you. That's awesome. So um, what are some things, now that you've been through the content of the day, what, are, what were some of the surprises? And after you tell me some of the surprises, then um, we're going to talk about what, what impacted you most, what, some of your, what your favorite thing was. But what were some of the surprises, things that you didn't know that might be covered? Because I get what you're saying, Trusta. It's like really like law of attraction again like yeah. <laughs> are we just you know whatever old and tired or and i do want to say this was a very interesting experience um i'll just interject here so i was visiting family recently and i have a sister who um, left christianity and became completely atheistic and went down a really troubled road and i can say this because she's publicly announced it and made a youtube video about it and then came back and when I was, she was asking about the event and the preparation for it and all this kind of thing. And, and she said, cause, and I said something, I said, you know, you were a cosmic humanist, a new ager, you know, for a while, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts about it? And, and she said, you know, kind of what I guess what I expected her to say, but she was like, well, she says, actually, now that I'm, you know, following Christ again and, and trying to live that life. She said, to me, the new age, the cosmic humanism focuses so much on this law of attraction thing that I shy away from it now. I'm concerned that it was part of a life that I want to leave behind me. Hmm. 
even though, of course, it is scriptural and it is something that we're, you know, encouraged to do, but definitely there's, I think that's, that's part of what's important. And, and in the creation of the content, that was a huge priority for me was making sure that it was doctrinally, like scripturally, that, that the content was, was formulated that way rather than from a, you know, for example, and I have a podcast on this about my, you know, my problems with that movie and the book, The Secret. And one of them is that you're encouraged to be grateful, but not grateful to anybody. You know, the whole concept of gratitude implies an other. There's, 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 there has to be someone to be grateful to. And that's a, just a new agey, cosmic humanist type of idea that we're just going to be grateful to the air or the sky or to nature or some ethereal whatever that doesn't really exist. So in the same way that, you know, in, this, in the same way that we talk about that differently at the Mission Driven Mom, I wanted to talk about visualization differently than it's talked about in the new age world. And so that's something that I think for some people might kind of be a concern. It's overdone, everybody's done it, or it's kind of like a new agey, touchy-feely kind of thing to do. It's not really what people that believe in God do. You know, we have a different way or a different model. And so that's why there's a lot of emphasis on partnering with God and, and prayer and things like that. But anyway, so I just wanted to interject that. So what were some things in the content that uh, surprised well, I think that's what that's what I was looking for right is that exact thing make sure mm -hmm. making sure that it was with God and, and you would say you know God's going to tell you the next step or um, God's going to keep this and help you keep this in the forefront of your mind and so that was really helpful because yeah there's lots of books about manifesting and things like that that are that are really big in fact I had a um one of my mentors sent out this email about dreaming big. And I'm like, Oh, not again. I know. And I was so, it was so frustrating and so bummed, but it sent me on a journey. So between you and him, he, I, I went on this big journey to find out, okay, who in the scriptures really do dream big. And I discovered that um, one of the greatest um, characteristics of Abraham is that he dream, he did dream big he, oh. asked to, he asked to be the biggest he asked it for the most he asked for everything and it really helped me understand like this this is scriptural this really is yeah. okay and so yeah. i too wrote a blog about it and it really oh did you my life yeah it really, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah so yeah it's it's helped me tremendously in that respect and that was what was new for me is like okay i really need to address this in my life and it wasn't something that I'd never addressed. Yeah. Yeah. I just shied away. Like I was your sister, oh, right? Yeah. I'm like, stay away. Honestly, I don't want to I talk mean, about that. <laughs> I know. I mean, well, I, you know, we did all the things, you know, Tony Robbins, all the things. And, 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 and my biggest concern, I, I felt like it's a clearly a principle because anyone can apply it and see results, mm -hmm. but it's, I mean, in my experience, pretty much every time it was presented, it was presented as a materialistic, you know, get stuff type yeah. of, per, you know, that's, that was its purpose to get yeah. stuff. And so, you know, again, in the content, I, I talk often about, you know, this is, this is about righteous desires. This is about using these same principles to improve our marriages, to connect with our children to, you know, to, to learn and grow, blah, blah, blah. But 
And it, it's okay if you apply it to, to material things because you feel inspired that that's what you ought to do. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but definitely it's underutilized by a lot of good God-fearing people for some of these exact reasons. Yeah. And I think an easy way to understand this is, you know, this, this idea that money is amoral, that yeah. it can be used for good and it can be used for bad and, and wrong and right and whatever. And I think visualization is a principle that can be used for good and it can be used for bad. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to use the words good or bad, but it's just amoral. Oh, it can it's be a, used for bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's a tool. It's just it a tool. Yes. And we can I mean, use it for fact, the right My thing. husband just today at lunch, um, we're going to use a book in the mentoring portion. You can sign up, you can add mentoring on. And we're going to actually have part of that whole mentoring process is going through two really awesome books. And one of them is The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, which oh, is I love that book. Love that essentially book. saturate your mind with thoughts of God and prayer. And, you know, I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's the essence of what he says, but he has another book that's kind of about visualization. And he tells a story in that book about exactly how it can be used. Blaine was just telling me this at lunch that he, there was a guy in Hollywood. This was like in the thirties or the forties. And he was like a really famous, like producer. I'm not sure if he was a director, but I think maybe he was a producer. He was very successful. And there was an up and coming actress that was on one of his films. And he became interested in her, even though he was married with children. And he just, you know, had this desire to be with her. He was very attracted to her. And so he nurtured that. And he admitted to Norman Vincent Peale that he actually visualized having an intimate relationship with her and with such intensity that of course it came about into being. And uh, so they were sleeping together and then she became pregnant. And she thought, oh, he'll leave his family for me. So she went to him and she's like, okay, well, I love you. And I'm pregnant with this child. And he said, I'm not leaving, go have an abortion. And she actually killed herself. And it was this huge scandal in Hollywood. So it really is true that visualization can be used. You know, it's the, pa I, I believe that visualization and, and the law of attraction are all just different words that we use when we talk about our power to exercise faith and be creators because we're children of the creator. Mm -hmm. uh, visualization is a valuable word to use because it's image heavy, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what we're doing is using images, but ultimately we're just, it's just faith, you know, we're just, we're just creating. Well, and like everything, everything has a good and a bad to it, right? Or, or, right. Like Satan's going to use all words. So I think, you know, what you said, like righteous desires. Yeah. But I love the, I love one of the terminologies that you used in there. You said that vision leads to desire or increases your desire. Yeah. And I've always been taught that desire was your first one, right? Your first is your step one. But mm -hmm. when you said that it increases your desire, I was like, oh, well, vision is really the step one then. So we do need to visualize righteous mm -hmm. vision. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you asked if we had any surprises and I, I want to comment. I don't know if this was a surprise except for, what's the word I'm looking for? It was actually just a confirmation that, oh my gosh, visualization works. The moment I'm writing down my two outcomes and action items and things from my vision, mm -hmm. doors are opening up. People are coming into my life to help me with the vision that I have. And I have received some answers, some, some 
long lost principles that I'd forgotten about on Sunday night when a friend from North Carolina called me and we talked for about an hour and a half and I haven't talked to her for about six years. Wow. I know. And so I'm just thinking these, these experiences come to us when we're letting our heavenly father know we're ready. We can see it. We've got this faith. And then he begins to bless our lives with all sorts of experiences that confirm that he's just waiting for us to, to want to do these things. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. That's cool. It's really, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, okay. There's then there's one other. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know, many, many of you might know I'm, we moved and I had a lot of stuff I wanted to sell and I had some things on KSL classifieds and a guy shows up two days ago to purchase and take an item that I'd sell was selling on classifieds. And he's just dressed up in some athletic clothes and got a, you know, scruffy beard and a baseball cap. And he just looks kind of, you know, <laughs> whatever. And, um, and he, he gives me the money and he says, and out of the blue, he says, what are your three winning habits? And I went, no one's ever asked me this. And this guy's asking me this. And I, I was caught off guard, but immediately this kind of this light, this, you know, whatever came across me and said, you are prepared to tell him your three winning habits. And I just, I knocked him down because I had been focusing on visualization. It was so neat. And he and I then had a little half an hour conversation on, (laughs) on God, because my, my first winning habit is daily worship, you know, prayer and scripture study Uh and journaling. And then I told him the next two things, which were the two things that I'm visualizing or the two outcomes that I'm trying to make to have this happen. So, so interesting that these things come in your life. These people, these experiences come as soon as you're ready to make it happen through vis- wow. visualization. That's super cool. Yeah. And the outcomes you're talking about, Julie, that's First, we at the first of the day, we do the vision walk, then we talk about visualization, and then we help you identify two specific outcomes and and get some, well, you do true statements and that kind of stuff too. Yeah. And then that's what you're talking about when you're referring to outcomes is you know what your vision is and those two, the two outcomes that you're working on. And, and you can visualize those outcomes as well. So that helps. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the most impactful part of, of, of the event content for you so far, Tresta? So I, I have to say that it, it, and it hit me really hard. So my children have been begging me to do seven habits for highly effective family as a family. Oh, cool. And I have to tell you, I was against it. I'm like, that's too big. It's too hard. It's too, it's too much. We already have a mission statement, blah, 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 blah. We already have a shield. We already have a flag. We already have everything. We don't need to do this again. <laughs> no one has a shield and a flag dressed up. Oh, well, Diana. I do. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so I'm like, we don't really need this, but I can say, right now. if you've got yeah. a flag and a shield, you might not need me. <laughs> That's phenomenal. So, so they begged and begged me, and I'm like, okay, fine, fine, we'll do it. Yeah. So it's in the very, very first chapter where he says, um, it, he's doing the airplane analogy, and it, you know, you're going to be off the off the course 90 percent of the time. You have to have two things. You have to have a destination and a journey. And then he describes the destination and he describes the journey. So we get out our constitution or our mission statement and we read it. And um, there's no destination in that. 
Oh, I have a huge, and it's big. Like we, and we have it memorized. It's big. It's a hall constitution. It's beautiful, but there's no destination in it. Wow. So it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, wow. I mean, the destination that we're going to be with God again. I mean, you know, that's probably, that, it, sure. that would be the biggest one, but it's never stated. It's never yeah. there. We have yeah. the journey planned, man. We are on our run, but where are we going? <laughs> Yeah. So that was my biggest aha is that I need to really focus on what is my, what, what is our destination? What is my destination? I started looking at, if I don't have one for my family, then do I have one for myself? And mm -hmm. I had to admit that I really don't. I mean, mm -hmm. I have wow. goals, I have goals galore, but I do not have a destination. Wow. So that was my biggest takeaway. That's cool. Yeah. That's neat. I love the habit stacking. That's been super helpful. Mm -hmm. Already working on true statements and that kind of thing. A couple of my favorite things are the obstacles assignment. When you write down why you're probably, you know, why you fail. And then the turnaround assignment there where there's the, the sentences and the blanks to fill in. It makes it so concrete. It's just so, and I'll, I just return to that, you know, like, okay, these are the three things that are going to potentially get in my way and why are they not going to get in my way? Because it just makes making a true statement just a slam dunk. It just makes it so much easier to identify exactly what mm -hmm. could potentially go wrong and yeah, then knowing exactly how to turn that around. Yeah. Um, because, boy, I self-doubt i just that is a huge one for me i just that's a, i'm constantly barraged with that and i have to just be on the guard and and fight that like mad and that really really helps me and and another another huge thing for me was what you something you already mentioned in terms of why visualize to increase your desire because yeah. you have an idea of what you want and and you have to have a little bit of desire or at least dissatisfaction to even try to you know, obtain any, even the smallest like vision for yourself. Like I could have a clean kitchen for a week. That's a worthy vision, you know, start there, start as small as you want, but ultimately you're not going to stick with it unless it's a constantly there. Yeah. And that, that constant connection emotionally, because we're so driven emotionally, then gets you up and doing, you know, over and over and over again. So that was really helpful. So I don't want to keep everyone too long today. Let's finish up. What is one thing that you would share with someone that's thinking of attending the event? One reason they should come or one um, thing you might think that, that they might get out of it or one, you know, I don't know, concern people have or just, just what comes to mind when you think someone's thinking about coming, what would you say to them? Julie, you want to take this one? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, um, definitely, and I, and I don't know if I can in, emphasize this strong enough, but we don't do a lot of things on our own. We, we do much better when we are in a group, when we are supported, mm -hmm. when we are learning things together and we can discuss. Like I can read a book and I can finish it, but if I don't discuss it, <clears throat> I don't get as much out of it. Yeah. And if I have goals and I'm learning them with people and I'm learning concepts and I'm writing them down and I'm with people um, that I know 
I'm going to talk to later, it's, it's going to stick better. And I'm really excited. I, I, I hope those of you who are listening who have not signed up, I hope you do sign up because this is life-changing. And it's more so because we're doing it all together. Yeah. We've got the yeah. support. Yeah. I and totally I'm agree. excited too, because they'll have access to you women all throughout the day. And those, I mean, the groups, the, the little breakout groups are going to be less than 20 per group, you know, maybe even 17 or 18. And so lots and lots of access to the mentor and to each other in that small group, you know, working through it together, which is, you know, every, yeah. and that kind of ties into what you're saying, Julie, it's just the mentoring and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the, the aid and showing up and going through it with somebody just far more likely to stick and far more yeah, likely. Yeah. To I totally agree. I think that the camaraderie together is be the best, but I also still love habit stacking. I mean, yeah. I've been doing it for a while. It's just, and I don't know very many people would know that terminology really, but yeah. it will get to know that in the class and, and yeah. learn how to do it. Like it's just pretty easy once you just stick it next to another habit that you already do. And that's yeah. all you have to do. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts before we finish up? I don't know if anybody here on Facebook has any questions before we get off, but I just wanted, you know, we, we're meeting together regularly. We're going through the content. We're talking about it. And, and um, all the board members have just been saying, well, this has been helpful and that's been helpful, or I'd love this or that. And I thought, well, let's just get online and, and tell the moms (laughs) in case they're interested or have questions. Okay, she says, uh, this is Jen, is this independent of where we are in the program or does it depend on certain preparation? Jen, this is the Mothers of Vision online MDM celebration. It's completely independent of the academy. It's something that you sign up for separately at themissiondrivenmom.com. It it doesn't matter where you are in the academy or any of that kind of stuff. It's a standalone independent set of 10 principles of vision that we go through throughout the day. And you'll be mailed a journal in fact, I've, I should have brought one in. I've got one in the other room. We're going to mail that next week and, and your action card and your list of principles. And these ladies will be your mentors um, and a couple others. We're going to do this again next week with Lindsay and Tracy, who are our other mentors for both days, who will be taking you through the content. They've been going through it themselves. And that's kind of some of what they were sharing that, that's been helpful to them. So yeah, anybody can do it. doesn't matter if you're an academy student or not. We'll be getting assignments ahead of time to prepare for the event. Yes, Kathy, we will be sending you your journal and your action card and principles list, and then sending you a link to the vision walk with some other instructions. We're going to have you look up a f- two or three terms in your scripture, and we're going to have you read and ponder a chapter just, just to kind of get your mind around it. And then you can watch that vision walk. We'll be sending that out next weekend, two weeks prior, and you'll have that vision walk to watch watch as many times as you want some instructions there about maybe how to use it. One, one thing about the vision walk that some people have come back and said is there's a lot of questions. It's really just meant to be a jumping off place. You don't need to answer all the questions. Don't feel like you need a positive million times. It's really just an opportunity to open up your mind to the possibility of things that God might want to inspire you with um, taking you on this journey and, and asking lots of question prompts. So Yes, you will be getting those in an email and you'll be getting your other items in the mail. So you can still earn a free book and recordings from last year for free. If you bring one friend or three friends with you, just let us know who they are that 
that signed up after we announced that and you're bring your friends along with you. There are a handful of groups that have notified us that have rented Airbnbs or kicked their families out of the house and they're going to do it together as friends. So that's super fun. You can do that. You can share out this, this discussion. There's a podcast on vision. I've gotten some feedback on that, but that was helpful. That's what we're going to be doing. September 12th is all full. We're filling up September 26th right now. And we would love to have you and any other friends or moms that want to have clear vision. My number one objective in having this theme this year is to have moms. I mean, one of the one of the pieces of feedback that I've gotten over and over and over again about the academy from moms is that it's helped them become more intentional. And that's really what so much of this is about is gaining a clear vision and then giving you some actual practical tools. And if you buy the recordings, you can review it, do the program over and over and over again. If you sign up for mentoring, we'll help you for two months with it, but helping you to be more intentional, have more clarity about where you're headed. One of the videos that went out in the email yesterday is from the, the morning content of the event. One of the things I talk about is Unless you identify where you're headed, you'll end up wherever. I kind of call it wherever land. You'll just end up wherever. And, and you'll, it'll be a product of all your good choices, but it'll be also a product of all your bad choices. And it won't necessarily be a pre-chosen path. So if you get the chance to pick, may as well be intentional and choose where you want to go. So that's what we hope to help you accomplish. So anyway, thanks for joining us for a few minutes this afternoon. Thank you so much. Julie and Tresta for spending yeah. a few minutes with us. They're going to be your mentors in a few weeks. Um, share this out and we'll join you there. And thanks so much. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, yeah. Audrey. Bye. Bye. Bye.